So with that said, as you were all sort of wiping your swords and your blades after having defeated the were rat, we didn't kill it. Um, yeah, we, we, we knocked it out and tied it up. Oh, that's right. You knocked it out and tied it up. That's right. So as you were, nonetheless, though, there were blades to be wiped. There was blood there. But yes, as as you were tying up um, this creature, it's merely a flesh wound. You hear this pattering of footsteps. Um, and suddenly, around the corner, at full speed, uh, running towards you, you see the familiar face of Greta Goldenfire. Um, chair, red. What? Wh- why did you leave me behind? What? What's happening? What's going on? Uh, long story. <laughs> I'm not sure where to it. begin. <laughs> What, what I you would say way... pull up a seat. <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently some people were ahead of me with that. Weren't you on your way to Father Longfellow? Yes, but it was someone's brilliant idea to follow after this kind lady, which turned out to be a were-rat. I wonder whose idea was that, Justice? Well, she did go up an alley and then we heard a scream. And then, you know, <laughs> I guess we're heroes. Ali, I, I, I get I, paid. <laughs> I don't know. I would go with a yes. Yes, we are. Okay. <laughs> I do want to mention well, that. Um, I do want to say too, because uh, Zeno brings this up. Yes, you also had followed um, those uh, thugs for a while, um, yes. and had just had in the in the midst of sort of following them, and had seen that they were trying to shake down a couple of places, basically for protection money. You know, one of those drills. Um, so, uh, you could tell that they're, and they, they talked about serving this person called Sharky. Um, you don't know the details about who Sharky is yet, but Sharky seems to be their boss, whoever this is. Um, the person that they said, stop, you know, stop following up on this or Sharky's not going to be happy about it. So. Sharky. Sharky. I still personally think that they're extorting people in the neighborhood. Uh, what was the theory I had before? I can't remember. It was so long ago. <laughs> Something to do with the fact that this person, this this villain that keeps on attacking everyone throughout the town has to be some kind of made-up specter to, to fear people into paying the extortion money of these men who represent this this sharky character. I don't know about you guys, but I think that's where it should we We should have our investigation head. Well, uh, as yes. I see it, the thugs are just threatening us, but that gray man is a, is a menace to all, so that should be our focus to, to protect the innocent citizens of, this, of the city. But what mm. if Sharky is the gray man? That's exactly we... the whole point of this theory. Uh, you know, well, yeah, now that but, you guys uh, had that one adventure, that you're he... going to be convinced there's going to be guys disguised every time. You're going to be like, no, it's not really a dragon. It's actually the guy who's the <laughs> librarian, and he's going to reveal himself at the end. And... <laughs> I would ask like the woman who hired us if she was behind everything. <laughs> everything is Scooby-Doo, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we could, we, could call the, we could then call the wolf Puppy Scooby. Right. <laughs> or Scrappy-Doo, the most irritating character in the history of cartoons. It could also be. <laughs> oh, God. But anyway, sorry. What's the priest's name, Father Longfellow? Yes, Father Longfellow is Father. his name. Yes, a gnome priest. Yeah, so you believe Sharky is this great man? Gnome was that word. Gnome, indeed. Gnome. I understood no reno- renown. Nope. Renown. Nope. So. Gnome. Yeah, I got it now. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, no. so so you no. guys have reunited, and now it's up to you as to where you guys want to head. I told yeah. you where you were headed, and, of course, you've got this tied-up, uh, unconscious yeah. were-rat. 
I mean, I think we should go check into this Father Longfellow, because he's also been linked to this grey man. And since we're going all conspiracy theory, what if he's Sharky? Should we take the rat with us and leave it in better hands? Yeah. Uh, could we strap it to your it chair? Out here on the street. I could give it. That's a brilliant idea. Strap it to your chair. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, question, Arv. Has the rat uh, started to turn back into a human yet since it's been knocked out, or, or no. will it? So no, and well, as, as far as whether it will, um, you could do me a favor and make a, let's see, let's make a nature check for this one. Mm-hmm. I just need to open up my modifiers here. It is currently tied up with about 25 feet of rope. Which one am I? If I remember correctly, I don't remember how long the rope was, but I used the entire thing. I can't move a character here. Why? Oh, oh this. I'm, no. I may need to give you... See, I, I'm, I'm not sure if I have you listed here, Pine, because you weren't playing the last time. Uh, oh. Because I think that's the rat. So let me get your character back. No, actually, you should be here somewhere. Let me see. Can't move Let me bring you back any to this. Okay. I will copy this in just a minute. Let me make sure I got the right person. What did you look like, uh, Pyron? What was your character looking like? Did you have like a... Um, like here, let me bring you guys over here for just a second and you can tell me which one of these is yours that I just showed you. You see that in Roll20? Yeah, there, I've got it. Okay, got so, me. Let me, so let me copy you and bring you back over. So let's go back I, over. I pulled me down to the, to the pool there. So. Oh, okay. Uh, so I might be able to do it oh, anyway, nice. or I can try to paste it either way. Yeah, I, I almost had a heart attack when I was logging in and I didn't see this adventure listed. I'm like, what? And then I remembered that I just kept it with the Nightbringers thing because it was <clears throat> related. So there you are. Now you want should me to be do, uh, in control. I think. Yeah, yes, sure. I do okay. want you to do a nature. Yep. Okay, here you we should go. have control of it, Tyron. Uh, there you go. <sighs> That's good. Okay. Relatively mediocre. So, yeah, but that's okay, though. Um, this wasn't a very complicated one. You are aware of the fact that um, there's several things that, that you know about sort of the were-rat uh, disease, and that is that there is technically this sort of core of who you are. There's a human being. But if the rat disease is far, if the were-rat-ism is sort of far advanced enough, then the sort of unconscious quality doesn't bring you back to your core. That is to say, right now she's staying as a rat which means that might be currently the sort of core that she possesses. Now, if you were to cure her, um, it's possible that would turn her back to her other form. Um, there have been stories you've heard, though, of trying to cure, uh, you know, were creatures in their, while they were still in their animalistic state, and you just, they just sort of were locked in their animalistic state forever. So you have to kind mm. of tread carefully, uh, basically. Do you guys uh, think we should attempt to try and heal her back to her human state? I mean, who's got the best uh, healing ability here? Um, it doesn't seem like something we can just do what we've usually been doing and fix. <laughs> I Otherwise, if it was that easy, this town wouldn't have this in the first place, surely. Are you saying we don't go around fixing things? I'm not. Well, we can't make it any worse. <laughs> I'm not sure. I mean, do we even know why she attacked you guys? Um, I mean, this this tainted creature, of course, deserves to be saved. But I'm not sure if this is within our power. We could ask. Oh, I was just saying, Father Longfellow is renowned, but no, he's a gnome. But um, we could still ask for his help, I guess. Exactly. Take it. Take take it to him. 
say what he knows, leave it there. Yeah, aren't people going to ask some questions of us wandering around the streets with a tied-up rat thing? It's night. Nobody's um, going to notice. I suppose it weird, huh? well, if you could just tie it to Pi's chair, you know, that would solve yeah, it. Yeah, we, 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 we're going to do that. <laughs> put, put a cloak on it. We're walking around like Weekend at Bernie's. It'll be fine. <laughs> I like the idea that by level six, you're going to have several, like, you know, a couple of houses on the chair. Like, everything will be built <laughs> off of it. It's like a, it's a high-stakes game of Jenga. You I'm going to turn into back. one of those old ladies from Labyrinth, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, or a Dark Souls boss or something. Anyway. <clears throat> It looks like it's dawn where 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 Krona Wolf is. It is pretty much. It's like I think it's like six thirty in the morning or something ungodly for him. So poor guy. Oh. Yep. That is dedication. That yep. is dedication right there. Actually, I'm secretly casting right on the other side of that light lattice you see right there. So literally, the light <laughs> is just pouring in on me from from his side. So it's the exact same thing. Um. So, uh. So on we yeah, exactly pies a dino from Ark Survival. Um, okay, so uh, you guys have decided then you're going to continue towards Longfellow. So how are you securing the rat, though? Are you just dragging it along? Or are you What are you going to do with it? I think we should really put it on Justice's chair. <laughs> I back make it, chair. We'll make it look like it's sitting on the chair, the way nobody will really think anything weird's going on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's yeah. tie her to the chair. Okay. So you you guys take a little while. It's not that easy because, you know... Rats are, it's, it's a little, I mean, it is a were-rat in fairness, so it's kind of got the humanoid torso. Um, so you're able to position it, so it just sort of is lying back, you know, with its arms folded, just like back up like this, you know, um, with its nose in the air, its tail dragging on the ground. Um, and it now looks like you have a, a were-rat um, on your back on the chair, um, like, good, good. like things happen. Uh, <laughs> yes, I'm not and then, a hoarder. Okay? And Azia puts sunglasses on the rat person. Yes, because because the thing that we really want to make sure is that people don't realize it's unconscious, not that it's a were rat. The biggest thing is that we we cover its unconsciousness. That's what really matters here. Um, I, I've yes. got a blanket with me, so I could maybe cover it up with a blanket a little bit. Like there okay. you go. All right, so you do so. <laughs> um, all right, and you continue on your way. So you guys are headed towards the Shrine of Timora. Is that what I understood? Uh, um, yes. Okay. So you guys can move your characters right to here. If you can see me pinging this right there, that is the Shrine of Timora. Um, you do not encounter anything else. It's still, of course, in the evening, probably about 1130 or 12 o'clock at night at this point. Um, and as you come to uh, the shrine, you notice that the front door uh, is closed. This is a, to call it a shrine, it probably is. It's definitely not a church. This is a sort of a one-room affair. It's very small, um, but you do oh. see the Timoran symbol on the door outside. What kind of god is Timora? What kind of god? So Timora is uh, a goddess of, I believe, it's healing, um, and is it's the it's a the sort of phrase the catchphrase is "May the lady smile upon you." Um, is considered a sort of protector of travelers and things of that sort, and um, and of, of healing and grace. I would have guessed the right time place. because of the name, but I guess that makes more sense. Ty Ty. So I guess. Um... So Who's got the loudest like... knock? Okay. Um, oh, I think right. we should just go around and see if there's a living quarters for the priest, maybe. I think we should peek in a window and see if any are open. Okay. Well, that, you will have to do that because we've got a halfling and a dwarf with you, so please. 
I can hold I can you up. You'll be fine. Yeah. No, I'll, yeah, hold me up. I'll, I'll, I'm game. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So well, so you so you guys are going to basically sort of scout the outside of the building, as I understand it, basically. Yeah. Okay. So see if we can find anyone around. All right. So you uh, so you start to make your way kind of around uh, the back, and it doesn't take long. This is small. Um, you know, you, you think that there's probably room, if you had to guess, maybe you could fit in a couple of pews inside it. I mean, it's not a big building. Um, and there definitely seems to be, from what you can tell, one obvious door. There is a window at the back of the building, um, but the building is a one-story affair. And, you know, actually, I guess you would need to hold Celsig up, um, in the way you would hold up a, you know, five-year-old child, perhaps. But not because most normal height, I should say most human height uh, or above would have uh, difficulty. It's sort of like at eye level for humans. Do you think you well, would fit me the up window? seems to be redundant when someone that size can just look through. <laughs> Do you think you would fit through the window? Um, it looks to be small and there are bars set in it. So it does not Dang. look like it opens. Everything's got to always ruin all the fun. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why don't we just try knocking? Okay, let's go and knock. Okay, so you you go back around to the front. Um, is there a and, doorbell? Uh, there is not a doorbell. No. Okay. Just this, just the symbol which is etched into the front of the door. So you uh, so you knock on the door, and um, at moments for a moment there's nothing, and then you knock again, and then you hear um, just one moment. And you see something kind of, uh, you hear something kind of shuffling a little bit towards the door. And then the door opens, and uh, you see in front of you uh, an older, uh, kindly-looking gnome. And in fact, I think I have a picture, if I can find it. Ah, we see a gnome, moment. so. We see a gnome. You see a kindly-looking gnome, um, but you don't know him. <laughs> I'm sorry, I, I just I couldn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, it was right there, and I just, I, I didn't. Don't apologize, man. Really Say with confidence. <laughs> so this is a gnome man's land. This is a gnome, right? Gnome, <laughs> gnome shall pass. What gnome it's a shall pass? Gnome man's sky. Um, relevant. Oh God. Relevant. <laughs> gnome man's sky. Did you say relevant? <laughs> That's funny. Okay. Uh, yes. So here's the picture. Let me just window capture that for you, fine people. And uh, unfortunately, you guys will have to check this uh, not in roll twenty, but in the stream. So bear with me. Um, Right, and let's subregion that. Okay. All right, and here is what he looks like. All right, here's what he looks like, and uh, you guys can see this on uh, the chat. Oh, it's doing that. There we go. Uh, you guys can see this. Sorry, not on the chat. Um, you can see this uh, right now in Roll20. So go ahead and take a look. Uh-oh. I, I just told Matt to do that, and all of a sudden he vanished off of Skype. <laughs> I'm deeply afraid of what that means. It means I may have broken his internet by asking him to look at the, at the stream. But you guys can now see him. Um, he's a uh, older, as I say, sort of kindly-looking fellow. And, um, and he looks up at uh, all of you, and he says... And I know that the Skype window is messed up, chat. Bear with it, because uh, Matt's going to try to rejoin here. Um, and, uh, and so he looks up and he says, uh, Yes, may the lady smile upon you. 
What may I do for you, my dear? Because he's looking directly at you, uh, Greta. Our... May Falto's light shine for you. Uh, we're here because we need your help, um, Father Longfellow. Can we please come in? Of course, my child. Pai, you, you had just as you had a question? Yes, I just wanted to say that your, uh, your gnome voice is perfect for a grandmother character. Good job. For, for what? For a grandmother Grandmother character. character. You yeah. have the best grandmother gnome voice. <laughs> no, thank you, my child, except I'm not a grandmother. But other than that, thank you nonetheless. Yes, come with me, my child. And uh, he turns. He turns and uh and walks in and when i and when i said it was small i was not whistling dixie this thing is small as i was about to say hell but that's confusing so it's the church is not as small as hell but there's only a couple of pews there's one small little pathetic looking altar at the back side of it and you see what looks like a simple cot um, maybe like just basically just lying on the ground um, where apparently you can see some blankets have been, uh, you know, thrown off quickly. So apparently that's where he was sleeping when you came across him. Um, and so he uh, points you to uh, one of the pews um, and he says, um, there, there, my child and, and the rest of you. Um, and oh, and for the first time he sees what is on the contraption on your back, Justice. And he's like, um. What what is that? What is that? Uh oh my dragonborn. That is a were rat. We were hoping there would be maybe something you would know or could do to assist uh, this uh lady's particular predicament. Oh wait, and you've you've brought me a were rat? She's unconscious. Don't worry. We get frapped her. Yes. <laughs> we're uh, We don't really know what to do about it. Um so he sort of we looks... don't we don't want to kill her just because she's cursed. So we thought you might you could maybe help. So he so he sort of looks um, and he uh, takes off. He's like, well, uh, may may I see this rat? Sure. Yeah. Okay. We, I think we t we take the chair off the back and just put it down <laughs> with the rat on it. Okay. Um. Let's see. I'm going to see if I can add Matt back, back in. For those of you coming in a little bit late, I know that the windows are off. We're just waiting for Matt to join so I don't have to recapture for a fourth time. So on Skype, uh, I can't wait till I don't have to do this anymore. Discord, please hurry up with video conferencing. Thank you. Um, okay. So I'm going to try to add him now. If I possibly can. Trying. Trying. Okay, we'll see. Anyway, if not, I'll recapture it. Um, oh, no problem, Matt. That's fine. He's trying to get back on the... Matt is joining us all the way from Australia, so... Um, so, uh, so you place him down, you sort of pull the blanket off, and he sort of says, Oh, yes, I, I see. Well, this is not always the easiest prospect, but I will see what I can do. And he sort of shuffles over to his cot, and he comes back um, carrying what looks like a small uh, globe of crystal, like a crystal ball, but much smaller. Um, you know, fits easily within the palm of his hand. And he sort of rubs it, and it begins to glow with this light. And as he holds it up in front, the light becomes brighter and brighter and brighter until it's really almost painful to look at. Um, and uh, all of you sort of, you know, kind of back off a little bit and cover your eyes sort of in reaction. Um, and then he says, By all the gods and by the power I have been given by the Lady of Light, I drive forth the infection from you. And he lifts up the light and there's this 
like light that just pure pours through the room. Uh, Greta, you're a big fan of all of this, of course. Like this is you're down with it, and and light just you know fills all of it, and you think that light is spilling out of the window behind, um, and then as quickly as it came, it's sort of almost like it it sucks back into the small little ball, um, and you were looking now at uh, the ground, and you're looking at a uh, young unconscious woman. And uh, he says, it will take some time to determine if the curse has been fully lifted, but perhaps with Timora's grace, she has been saved. I'm just also very happy. Yeah. And that he, is a neat trick. And he, uh, he sort of nods and he says, uh, indeed, it is one you too could learn. If only you would join the Order of Timora, my son. Perhaps we can convince you to do that. You look like a fine, strapping young priest to be, hmm? Eh? And he kind of wanders over and sort of looks at you and says, Yes, yes, I can see the light of Timora is within you. It would be a perfect position for you. I need an assistant around here. Perhaps you could carry some books from place to place, and perhaps you could sweep the floors, all to get closer to the goddess of Timora. What do you say? He says. I'm afraid I've already pledged myself to another. I knew you would say that, and that is why I always am ready with these. And he holds out um, from behind his back, it appears, a plate of what looks like cookies. They look like cookies. And he just says, Perhaps this will change your mind. And you can actually smell, Selsig, that these smell utterly delicious. Like, I mean, mm. these are like no-joke cookies. Uh, and they look to be three different types. There looks to be a peanut butter. You can smell peanut butter. There's a chocolate chip one. Hang on. And then Hang there's on. a Hang molasses on. one. <laughs> My Hang trap on. sense is going off so is, hard right now. Is he really trying to... Is he trying to bribe us with cookies? Well, he's not so. bribing you. He's specifically looking at Celsic. <laughs> Me, as an experienced priestess of light, I know that the dark side has cookies, so I'm worried. Yeah. <laughs> True, there are such a thing as chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> so he, he hands it looking at uh, you expectantly. Yeah. If I eat one, am I accidentally committing to joining them forever? <laughs> Can I take a religion check to see if there's any significance of cookies in religious recruitment? Certainly, you can take a religion <laughs> check, sure. Because uh, something really weird about this whole situation. What am I on? Uh, religion plus two. Eleven. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know that religions have been known to talk to their followers about things. I mean, and and offer them things, both of this world and the next. You're not sure the last time you heard of a priest using cookies as one of those things, but he certainly seems sincere. Um, you get the impression these are freshly baked, by the way. Are these only for me, or what about my companions here? They are a bit peckish themselves, what with uh, very bravely and heroically and uh, nobly knocking this woman out where most of this city probably would have just run her through with a sword. I feel they deserve cookies also. And he says, um, um go ahead, Greta. Father, um, Longfellow. Yes, my dear. Um, is, um, I, I can, I can see that, that maybe, um, having an assistant following the, um, the way of Timora is, um, is a very important quest, but, um, 
we are also on a very important quest. But you have to see, we have this fine young lady here who will have um, lots of reason to be thankful to you and maybe seek a different path in life. So maybe she would also be interested in cookies. Oh, and he, he sort of looks down and his eyes widen and he says, that's, that's true, my dear. I had not considered. And he like snatches away the plate from you, Celsic. Uh, not kind of like, <laughs> not, not sort of like, you know, he's being jerkish about it, but he's like, I will save these for her. Perhaps someone who was previously a rat might understand the value of food. And he, he sort of sets it down. He's like, I hope so. This is my finest recipe. And you wonder whether it isn't possible that part of what's going on here may be related to someone liking to bake cookies in addition to being a priest of Timora rather than a standard practice. But, you know, this is sort of a one-stop shop from what you can tell. And uh, so he says, um, very well. So what is this quest that I may help you with if it's not about the rat? Um, Father, we've been told that you... Um are um, taking care of the graveyard. And the minute you say that, his face just, like, goes stone dead. He's like, what are you talking about? I don't know what you mean. You, as a priest, are taking care of the graveyard? I, I don't take care of graveyards here. There are no graveyards. I am responsible for light and for healing, not for death. You must have heard of another priest, perhaps. Another priest called Father Longfellow. And he, he kind of looks at you up and down and his eyes narrow. And he says, um, I don't I don't know what you mean. I think perhaps you should be on your way now. What do you know about the gray man? And he, he sort of looks oh. at you and he kind of uh, make a um, make an insight check for me, please. Insight, insight, insight. And again, for those of you who are just one. here, welcome into Dungeons and Dragons. I know the windows are off. Just bear with us because one of our players is joining us momentarily. <laughs> so, so Saber, um, so Dark Saber, uh, what? Wait, what happened? There, to plus... Oh, okay, sixteen. All right. So, um, I, yeah. yeah, you don't, you don't really. All you know is that he definitely does not soften. Let's put it that way. When you bring that up, he's just kind of like, I don't know anything about any gray man. I am busy tending to my flock, and I'm quite busy doing it. He says, and he kind of he kind of pushes the plate of cookies like with his foot, sort of behind him a little bit more, you know. Um, and uh, Greta, were you doing also not? I was actually just asking Celsig for insight there, um, not you. But um, I do actually want uh, that insight check that you made. I was going to ask you for a separate one. So um, you get the sense that um, you don't know entirely what is going on. But you get the sense, Greta, that Father Longfellow is not entirely being truthful. First of all, it's not true that in a small village, this is not small, small, but it's like not a big, big village. It's a little bigger than the ones that you guys were did for your first adventure. But in a place like this with a church this small, which barely counts as a church, it's not like he's got a flood of assistance. So probably he would be responsible for taking care of, you know, graves and those of the faithful who had died. So something is not quite meshing about his story. Well, um, I think I'll try some persuasion then. Okay. And, um, Father Longfellow, we're not here to start trouble. We're here to help people. And we're not accusing you of anything. We're just really seeking your help so that we can help others. It's, um, and everything you, you say, we will treat with, with total confidentiality. It's, it's, and just he, that we want to help. He kind of he kind of looks and he sort of you see you see him almost like shrink a little bit and he starts like you know his eyes start shifting left and right and he's kind of looking around. He's like, 
I, I told you I, I don't know about any gray man or any graveyard. Now I'm, I'm asking you to leave. Now please leave. The persuasion roll about the 15, I just rolled it. Yep, I saw that. That's um, okay. So he's okay. he's sort of he's not pushing you out. He's definitely he looks hunted or trapped. <sighs> I he's could you some uh, intimidation. No, 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 no. Just um, can I just try reasoning think... with him before that? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> what do you? What he's do you... An, oh, yeah. We're looking at a frail old man, frail old man here, and you're also lawful good. Mm. <laughs> if you want to cook and cook cookies again, old man, you'll listen to what's. <laughs> um, okay, so. So go ahead, Celsig. Yeah, if you want to talk to him, you can. Well, here's the thing, Father. You tend to the needs of your flock. We didn't stumble across here by accident. We were on our way here to talk to you because your flock believe you have something to do with the Grey Man. You were named as someone that is in some way involved. And if people are already suspicious of your involvement, it might not be long before they're starting to blame you. I've seen mob mentality before, and it ain't pretty. Uh, we could be your best chance of avoiding unnecessary violence in this situation. And it is for the good of the town and your flock that we are doing this. So he, uh, so he sort of backs up a couple of steps. Um, and he sort of, you see, as I said, you kind of see him sort of shrink and then he steps on the plate and he kind of slips and sort of just falls, not, not hard, but just kind of bump, you know, and then he goes, <laughs> I didn't mean any of this to happen. Oh God. And he just starts sobbing, oh God, uh, God, you know, God. on top of his cookies. Um, you know, he's no, just, not the and he's, cookies. And he's, no. he's sort of sobbing as the the water just pours into the cookies, like dampening them. Um, oh no! And, uh, <laughs> and he, he he's just bra- so he just breaks down. He's like, "This is all my fault. If only I hadn't done what I did." I oh. He just kind of rocks back and forth. I'll go and you know, like lay an arm around his shoulder and go like, "There, there, 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 there." And he he sort of you know looks back and forth and he's like, "The gray man is all my fault. I I didn't mean it. He just." Uh, somehow he came. Uh... Accidents happen. Now it's just about fixing them. It's not about blaming you. Just tell us what happened. So he's like, well, um, you see, my my hobby is archaeology. I I enjoy finding old rumors of civilizations and fun things to look at from old times and sometimes even old baking equipment from the time before and well i i some months ago was wandering in the eastern hills and i i stumbled across a small graveyard and and then i <laughs> there 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 and he says um and he finally kind of pulls himself together. Well, and and as he does this, he sort of he kind of pounds the ground, and he accidentally hits the cookie. So smash! Like the cookie goes flying into pieces. Um, and he says, uh, "Well, some of the gravestones were marked with with strange symbols. They they seem to be eldritch in nature, and 
I was interested, so I, I began to excavate, and I found fascinating things. Well, like, like for instance, this plate. And then you see that the plate on which he was serving the cookies is kind of like, now it's clean-ish, but it's encrusted down below with dirt. You hadn't really noticed before. Um, but the dirt is not like, like I say, it's, it's old dirt. Like it's as clean as he could make it. But it's a battered old plate, basically. And he's like, this plate was, was one of the things that I found there. And um, so he kind of smiles and he says, and then... Then the bad times happen. And as he says that, he smashes his uh, other fist down and another cookie. Poosh, like, Please. so now there's only one intact cookie. Um, oh, it's killing me. And, and he, uh, <laughs> so he, um, he says, well, one evening I, I was at, I was working well past midnight. And then one of the gravestones, and I will never forget this by Timora's grace as long as I live. Suddenly, yay, there he is. Welcome back, Matt. Suddenly, yeah, there he is. Suddenly, a man with purple <laughs> hair man. appeared and, and said, I will bring you the Australian light. And I didn't know what he means. And then he threw a bear at me and it dropped from... The okay, no, that doesn't happen. Um, so, um, one of the gravestones lit up with light. And then I saw, I saw a terrible apparition which uttered dire imprecations. It said, Be gone from this place, or I will doom all of Tribal forever. Uh, and then I, I ran as fast as I could, and I have not returned. But ever since then, everyone has told me of this gray man. And here I have sat, baking cookies, and trying to forget what terrible things I have done. And as he does this, he sort of, and he says, I cannot be forgiven, and he lowers his face into the final cookie. Uh, Father Longfellow, these markings, uh, do they resemble anything like this? And I reach into my backpack, and I pull out the obsidian disc I found in the Temple of the Nightbringers, which I've been quietly carrying around this whole time. <laughs> and he looks at it, and he says, Well, uh... No, I, I don't, I don't think so. But truthfully, I, I didn't really spend much time looking at the symbols. I wanted to see what was underneath, you know, the items that could be found, like this, this cookie plate. Uh, and he sort of, as he says this, he kind of pushes away the cookie plate. The, the crumbs of the cookies like hit the ground and scatter. You know. You want to check the plate to the disc and. Mm. See whether it's another disc instead of a plate. I really thought you were going to say check the plate to see if there are any cookies left. <laughs> no, Dude, I was going to expect I'm to do you, Let me hold out know, my hand. You've broken my heart with these cookies enough already. I can't even think about it anymore. I'm done with them. Hey, Justice, Justice, maybe you could use lay on hands on the cookie. <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. Can we do that? <laughs> lay on cookie. Yeah, sadly, it yes, does need to be a living um, creature. Well, that's... Um, I, I pick up the cookie crumbles one of one of the cookies crumbs, the cookie crumbs. And I use my mending cantrip on it. <laughs> yes, and the mending cantrip, um, the edge of the cookie glows, but having nothing to mend it with, nor anything to mend it to, the cookie simply just glows for a minute, um, no, no, and that's all. Mending is, a re mending is a repair spell. I know, but it's you have to mend it with something else. When you mend a crack in a door, you, you knit the ends of the door together. When you, uh, when you mend a cookie, it doesn't just restore the whole, you know, like it doesn't reform the cookie. 
It's not a matter creator. Oh, also, I don't think sorry. it would work on a cookie, but I'm just, <laughs> just saying. I, I think a very, a very simple form of mending cookies. called cooking would probably do that. I, I think would probably yeah. accomplish that. <laughs> no, I'm not cooking. <laughs> So he well, says, then no cookies. so yeah, so he's, he's sort of on the ground and, um, sort of still kind of despondent. Do you know anything of a man called Sharky father? And he looks up, he says, yes, he's a, he's a thug and a criminal. He keeps the people of Tribor afraid by sending his hired men around to frighten them. I've had some of his people stop by my church and demand that I give them some of my offerings, and I've sent them away, because, well, we, we don't have any offerings. Um, but they are bad people. I think he's running against the mayor for election, or at least he is trying to get one of his people elected instead. Do you happen to know ah. what he looks like? No one You've has seen... ever really seen Sharky face to face. I imagine he is a faceless man who hides in the shadows, a man who has no conviction or honor, and probably doesn't understand the value of a cookie. He starts crying again. A gray man, perhaps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plot is thickening here. I, I'm going to have a look at the plate and maybe see if I can find out what kind of religion it is. Okay, um, sure. So go ahead and make a religion check for me. It looks fairly yeah. simple in kind of design. There's not like a lot of, uh, you know, runes or etchings or carvings on it, but... 17. Yeah, you don't really think that you notice anything in particular about this. There's uh, there's really very little to sort of mark it in any way. Um, you do notice, though, that the um, plate, you can tell that it does have a great deal of age. Um, that definitely is true. This is not a modern plate. It's seen a, quite a number of years, and obviously it was underground for many of those years. Um, but uh, this definitely is not of any sort of modern manufacture that you were aware of. You don't think it has any particular religious significance, or at least not that you can tell. Um, but uh, it definitely is not from this time period. Can I do an arcana check on it? Sure. If I, hand like. it to, I hand it to Arthur. Okay. Thank you. All right, so I'll do an arcana check on it, which is my modifier is plus three. There we go. Hashtag cookie lives matter. Okay. Um, 16. Okay, yeah, you don't, you don't really sense any um, magic on it. However, you do sense an aura of something that's connected to it. Um, and by that I mean it seems to have been in an area where there were other magical things. Um, and, you know, but it's like a, it's like a, it's like a trace, you know, like something that's been sitting next to some cologne or perfume that's really strong and it's got what's left over. Um, but it does not appear to be magical. Hmm. Could we get, uh, Father Longfellow to either show us where he found it or possibly mark it on a map? Ask him. Because the way I'm seeing it now, we've got two leads. Sharky, but we don't have a location to find Sharky, so we can just either roam around town, beating random people up, going, where's Sharky? Like Liam Neeson. That could be fun. <laughs> or we can investigate this graveyard, but we don't know where that is exactly yet either. Okay, so are you guys, one of you, asking him or or not? What are you doing? Um, well, Father Longfellow 
on this um can you tell us where this graveyard is and on that graveyard where where that apparition was he says well i i i saw it but i i don't I don't. I can't go back there. And he puts his sort of hand. No, no, head no, in no, his no, no, no. You don't have to. You can sobbing. just send us. You can just send us. We're here to help. Um, and he says uh, he sort of looks up and he says, "No, it's, it's, it's my duty. I caused this problem, and in Tamara's name, I must help solve it. I will lead you to this graveyard. Well, uh, I will he... lead you to it, but I cannot stay when I arrive." I, I will show you where it is, and and then I must leave. That is as much as my weak old bones can manage. But then we will have to leave the were-rat lady alone here, but that's maybe not a good plan. And he sort of looks at the were He's like, oh, well, yes, I, I suppose that's true. Oh, and she'll probably want cookies when she wakes, too. And he sort of yes. thinks about it, and he says, all right, I, I suppose I can mark it on your map. If you have one. Do we have a map? <laughs> Nobody has a map. <laughs> oh, come on, please, somebody. <laughs> Quickly scribble one up. Nobody has a map, but you can you can have him, if you like, um, scribble something up. Uh, he says that the graveyard is about two miles to the northwest of town. Um, and in fact, I don't know whether this shows on this map. Let's see if it does. Um, two miles to the northwest. Yeah, not. it doesn't quite show it. But you'll be able to, you know, there's not a lot around Tribor, so if it's in the general area where he claims that it is, um, then it shouldn't be that difficult to discover. So is it past the Shrine of Timora? Uh, yeah, it's it's definitely continuing to go up. The Shrine of Timora, you can see, is actually sort of like inside the city, uh, and then you've got mm -hmm. that long road to the north that leads out. So he, you know, kind of sort of shows you like Tribor, you know, like the town. And then um, basically about two miles to the northwest, he shows you a few landmarks. There's a grove of trees. There's a little bro uh, like a river or a brook that goes through the trees. And if you follow the brook from the road over to the trees, he says that you'll run into basically the small graveyard, essentially. Okay. Okay. I mean, it's, it's it's becoming day, so I think this is a really good time to go to a graveyard. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the moment, yeah. it's still just just to be clear. At the moment, it's still probably about twelve thirty. You, this was you in the. In, in, this in is a really way. bad time to go to a graveyard. <laughs> 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 what could go wrong? Times a good time to go to a if graveyard. There's, if there's any action going on, we could possibly take a quick sneak peek at it. Before it gets to during the day, there's not going to be any action going on, so we're not going to be able to see what's going on. The longer we take, the longer there is a chance of another attack and more loss of life. Question: Do we still have the rat with us? No, we we're left leaving her here. We're, we're leaving her. We're leaving it in the church. We're leaving it with the uh, Sorry, what, uh, father what, what, fellow. What did I miss when I was completely <laughs> absent-minded in this party for the past fifteen minutes? <laughs> <laughs> <was just> like, <clears throat> the father Longfellow. He, Father Longfellow healed the rat and offered us okay. cookies. And um, then he um, confessed to maybe having caused the gray man problems by looking for ancient cookie cutters. And um, so, yeah, we're, le we're leaving the, the rat girl in his, in his care and going off to the graveyard where maybe everything started. I say we go off to the graveyard. Yeah. Yeah. Before we and leave... you said it was 12.30 in the morning, right, Alf? Uh Yes, correct. 
before we leave, I need you to know, number one, is the right lady still tied up? And number two, is she still tied to my chair? Um, she is not tied up, but she is still slumped over on your chair, which is currently sitting on the ground. Okay. Uh, we'll come back for it later. <laughs> that is very gracious of you. Wow. Yeah. Pi leaves yeah. the chair. Justice aiming for the extra experience of the of the lost chair. <laughs> yeah. Um, I get like twenty out... XP for that, don't I? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I pull out five gold and give them to Father Longfur, saying this should cover expenses for looking after this lady for the next few days. And he says, "Thank you, thank you so much, my son." And and um, as you go over, you see behind the altar. So as I said, there was a small little altar at the front. Um, and uh, he says, um, I feel very, very happy now, like a weight has been lifted from me. Perhaps you can correct for my sin. And he pulls out from behind the altar this enormous bowl of what looks like just cookies. Like, there's, there's like, yeah. I mean, it is no joke, right? And he says... Here you are, and he goes over and he hands each of you a cookie, um, and he says, oh. uh, and he says, "Thank you so much. May the light of Timora shine upon you." And then, as he turns, you you think you hear him sort of like quickly like snatch a cookie and like crunch, crunch, crunch. But you know, with his back turned to you, um, as he goes back over to behind the altar.